Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parenting. I am glad to have you here today because I have a wonderful guest. Her name is Simone Canego. Uh, she's going to talk to us about various different things, particularly something that I looked at and it just really intrigued me. It's something I want to bring to you as my parents. Uh, I want you parents and guardians, moms and dads, I want you to know that you in and of yourself are more than enough. And one of my goals is to help parents who have limiting beliefs see that changing the way you see yourself is something that is very, very critical. It's something that we all need to do and to know that God would not have given you those children if you didn't have the ability to be able to take charge of those children, bring them up, and raise them up to be servant leaders. Simone, I am glad to have you on my show today. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. And now that, you know, I gave you this big opening, no prep <laughs> or anything like that, you know, but, you know, start out by telling me uh, a little bit about yourself, particularly uh, your mountain climbing skills. Yeah. So I am a speaker and an author. I didn't start my life that way. I was, I actually went to school for accounting. I have a master's in accounting and I'm a CPA, but I realized early on that that wasn't the right path for me. And I gave myself permission to change my mind many, many times. Um, I have six children. Ooh. <laughs> yes. And I, actually didn't have mountain climbing skills until I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. That was a, it was a big push for me. It was kind of a test of my mindset of really, really so you, yeah. just, you, you went for the biggest mountain, <laughs> <laughs> right? Not, no skills whatsoever, but I'm going to go out here and climb the biggest mountain. Wow. Yeah. I mean, luckily it's not a technically challenging mountain. It's not that I had to put on crampons or anything like that. I, you know, would, could wear regular boots and it was really, it was a hike. I mean, it was a, a big hike, 19,321 feet, but it was really, it was about challenging myself. Um, I think for years, if we want to talk about the limiting beliefs, I had limiting beliefs since I can remember. And that mountain was a moment in time where I said to myself, I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to put in the work behind it. And even if I don't accomplish it, of course, my mindset was I'm going to make it to the top. I had mm -hmm. many people say to me, Are you sh do you think you're going to make it to the top? I was like, no, I think I'm going to make it halfway. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but, but we do. We put these beliefs, you know, we have these self-limiting beliefs that we need to realize that we're capable of what we put our mind to. Um, and that we have to put yeah. in the work. We have to put in the work, but we can do these things. Well, you know, our comfort zone, that it's much like sitting in a room, the doors open. All we have to do is get up and walk out. But we imprison ourselves in a room where the door is wide open to leave out of it, to go into any field, into any endeavor that we wish to go to, but yet we restrict ourselves to our little comfort zone. 
And what it sounds like to me is that you jumped out of your comfort zone big time by climbing this mountain. Yeah, big time. And I needed it. Like it really was a moment in time for me that I could look back and say, I did this. And it wasn't because anybody else wanted me to do it. It wasn't because I was, it it was about me. It was really about realizing what I was capable of. And I think as a parent, sometimes we get stuck in that kind of circular thought process of, oh my gosh, I'm not doing this right. Or, you know, I mean, you think about it, there's no handbook. Every kid is different. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, so it, there's certain days where it's hard to feel good because you feel like you're messing everything up. Um, but we're not like, we're all, we're all in this together. That's, that's the thing that I always remind myself of is that I am not the only one that struggles. I think for years I thought, Oh, oh, it's just me. And we're not like, okay. What we see on social media is social media. That's not real life. So we see all these beautiful photos of everybody in the family smiling. (laughs) And I can tell you, if you try to take, there was one year we tried to take a picture of the kids for a holiday photo and we actually never even sent it because we couldn't get one where all of them were smiling. And actually I said to them, I'm just sending it the way it is. Cause this is our life. This is ridiculous. Right. This is who we are. Right. Right. I was like, this is who we are. One year I made them dress up in um, onesies. They're all wearing different onesies. I mean, and they're, you know, they weren't so little at the time. So, you know, these things oh. where I'm like, come on. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, they're, they're probably like, oh, Bob, please, please, particularly the older ones. Seriously? Yeah. The little ones we can understand, but us? Oh, come on. Yeah. My son yeah. was uh, my oldest, who is 25 now. He was wearing a, an Eeyore uh, onesie. It was hilarious, honestly. <laughs> but I was kind of like, okay, we're doing this. Just, I don't even care if you smile. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, you know, one thing that I really caught on here is you say that your kids don't come with a manual. <laughs> All right. And parents, it's okay. It's okay that they don't come with a manual. That means that in interacting with them and raising them up, uh, you're going to make mistakes. And that's okay because you're not perfect. And no one's expecting you to be perfect. I also love what you said about social media. You talk about Photoshopping, you know, like you see models in magazines and everything. Social media is sort of like uh, when it comes to families and putting up those perfect photos. It's sort of like it's Photoshop, but that's not real life. And, uh, you know, it's important for parents to realize that you don't have to be like your neighbor next door. That grass is not always greener on the other side. They have their skeletons in the closet and, and they have their dirty laundry too. It, it's just something that we have to realize that it's okay to be who you are, but you want to be and you want to strive to be the best version of yourself. And speaking of that, the extraordinary, extraordinary unordinary you. That's something else that caught my attention uh, when I was reading your bio. What do you mean by the extraordinary, unordinary you? For many years, I would say that I'm just an ordinary girl. I'm just a stay-at-home mom. I'm just Rob's wife. I did the whole just thing, again, limiting myself and and putting a label on myself 
what do you mean I'm just, right? We we are. These are these are all pieces that make up who I am. And sure, I'm an ordinary girl in many ways, but we're all unique. So we are all unordinary and we all have extraordinary things that we bring to the world. We just need to realize it. And I think a lot of times we again, we get stuck in this cycle where we think that what we do doesn't matter, but it does. Every choice we make matters. Yeah. How we how we interact with our neighbors, how we interact with our children. Um, and giving ourselves permission to fail. I mean, <laughs> like we there, like you said, there is no such thing as perfection. I was actually having a conversation with two of my kids last night and we were talking about parenting. And um I said, I think you guys are turning out pretty good. And my my oldest son said, Well, you are doing your best, aren't you? And I said, I am. I said, there's <laughs> no, there's no more I can do than that, right? Like I am doing my best every day. Some days are better than others. Um, but I am doing my best. And because there is no such thing as perfection and there's nothing right, to right. tell you what you need to do. Like you you figure it out and you do what works for you. Yeah, you know, we, we can't get caught up in what other people think about us. And, and I love the just statement. I'm just this, just that. No, all of us are fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, you know, it, it says all through the word, you know, God describes us all throughout his word of who we are. And oftentimes I think we need to go back and take a look at that and understand that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have gifts. Everybody has gifts and talents that they can bring to the table. And also you said that you give yourself permission to fail. So when your kids are watching you and they're always watching you, trust me, when they watch you and you give yourself permission to fail, they learn that it's okay for them to give themselves permission to fail. Yeah, they they are sponges. And there was a moment in time where I was constantly really hard on myself. I would look in the mirror and be un- unhappy with what I saw. I, I've struggled with weight my whole life. It's It's just... It is, right? It is what it is. And but there was a period of time where I was so hard on myself and I would say, I wouldn't be mumbling, oh, I don't want to go here because I can't fit in my clothes or I, you know, whatever I was saying. And my daughter said to me, she's 18 now, she said, How are she said, You're way too hard on yourself. She said, You tell me all the time how beautiful I am and that I should love myself. How am I supposed to follow through with that when when you're not loving yourself? Oh. Right. <laughs> and that was an eye-opening moment of that. Yes, I have to give myself permission to, you know, have my failures and for them to understand that it's okay. And I need to love myself for exactly who I am. Because if I can't love myself, she's absolutely right. How are my kids going to look at themselves in the mirror and be happy about what they see? Well, there you have it from Simone Nago, the author of The Extraordinary Unordinary You. She delivered today. And I want to encourage you to take a look in the podcast description. And you're going to find a link to her book, the Extraordinary, Unordinary You, and you're going to enjoy it. Now, this is just part one of a three-part interview with her. Make sure you're back for the second part of this three-part interview. God bless you.